You know, it seems uh, oddly unhelpful that on the Feast of the Most Holy Trinity, the Church has arranged for us scripture readings that really don't seem to illuminate the nature of the Trinity. On the other hand, it would be nearly impossible to come up with a set of three brief passages from the Bible that really address the Trinity per se, because the fact is our understanding of God as Trinity is reflected in the scriptures, but it wasn't really settled as a theological construct until long after the last book of the Bible was written. Even the universal catechism of the Catholic Church doesn't really distill the concept of the Trinity into convenient sound bites. In fact, the catechism has six very dense pages devoted to the Trinity. One of the things it says is this. The mystery of the most holy Trinity is the central mystery of Christian faith and life. It is the mystery of God in himself. It is therefore the source of all the other mysteries of faith, the light that enlightens them. It is the most fundamental and essential teaching in the hierarchy of the truths of faith. Well, that's helpful, isn't it? (laughs) I have to admit that a lot of my thinking about the Trinity in recent years was really shaped by my experiences in Columbus, Ohio, when I was in campus ministry at Ohio State. We had a weekly interfaith dialogue group that consisted mostly of Muslim students and Catholic students. And apparently, it is a fairly common misconception among Muslims, although not necessarily the people in our group, that Christians are not actually monotheists. Because we refer to God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it's easy for people to believe that we are talking about three different gods, which we are not. And it's equally easy for Christians to fall into the error of thinking that Father, Son, and Spirit are simply different ways of God being in the world or of relating to us. The Trinity is much more than simply dividing up roles or ways of acting for God. That's why referring to God as creator and redeemer and sanctifier isn't really adequate because this leaves out a sense of loving relationship without which our understanding of God as Trinity is really incomplete. And this is really the key to understanding the Trinity. It's not primarily about how God deals with us, but it's much more about the nature of God in himself, about God's internal structure and essence, which is all about loving relationship. Part of the difficulty, of course, is that our human understanding and human languages will always be inadequate to capture the essence of the mystery of God. So when we refer to God as father or son, this does not imply that God has gender. God is neither male nor female. Jesus Christ entered the world as a male human being, but that doesn't mean that the Holy Trinity is male, nor is the Holy Spirit female. God is without gender. And with our limited understanding and our finite language and sometimes our inadequate imagination, It's difficult to grasp the possibility of loving and being loved by God 
apart from the concept of gender that's so central to our experience of love. I'm sure you recognized the opening line of today's gospel as John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. This is the phrase that's often held up on cards at sporting events. John 3.16, is that familiar at all? Uh, honestly, there are worse things people could put on signs at ball games. <laughs> but I think that what's most important is this, the core idea behind this phrase. The idea that the Father sends the Son into the world so that our sins might be forgiven and that we might have life, but it happens because God loves us, loves the world. And so this clearly expresses the notion that the loving relationship within the heart of the Trinity translates for us into giving and into forgiveness. And this is why an understanding of the Trinity is so important for us. Not simply so that we'll understand God's essence, although I do think that the study of theology is useful, but because this is what we mean when we say God is love. To say that God is Trinity is to say that God, more than anything else, is relational and is loving. So why did God create the world? Because God loves us. Why did God send his son? Because God loves us. Why did God send the Holy Spirit? Because God loves us. Why was Jesus willing to die for us? Because he loves us. And why did Jesus rise from the dead? Because the Father loves the Son, and because God loves us, this giving, forgiving, and life-giving love of the Trinity could not end with death. The essence of the Trinity is not about who does what. It's about Father, Son, and Spirit, a dynamic, dancing circle of love for us. This is the God that loves you, gives you life, forgives your sins, and asks you to show the same love to all the other people that he has created and redeemed and loved and made his own.